guys, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Sense of Dollars podcast, where we teach you how to finally start making sense of your dollars. For today's episode, I kind of just want to go through a few of the money mistakes that I've made and how I'm looking back on my life so far and am able to see kind of errors that I've made or things that I would probably do differently had I been given the chance to do them again. So first up, the lesson that I learned, uh, I'd say later on in life, so closer to my age now, um, I bought a brand new car and this was very much a coming from a desire perspective. So I had had my first car for about seven years. It was, you know, I learned how to drive in this car. It was my, the, the car I just drove, you know, growing up, its gearbox was all kind of messed up. There was so much wrong with the car. It was an amazing car. I loved it. I have no, you know, I didn't hate it. I just kind of wanted to change. I wanted something new. I wanted to make a, a big purchase of my own, you know, wear my big girl pants and that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, so I went out and bought myself a brand new car. Now, I didn't finance the car. I was lucky enough to have been able to borrow the money from one of my parents and they allowed me to pay this loan back over time with nowhere near the amount of interest that I would have been paying had I financed the car either through the dealership or had gone to a bank to get a personal loan. So I'm super grateful for that. But yeah, I I think if I was to have done it again, I probably would have waited a couple of years after the car's release to kind of get a secondhand model kind of like maybe a one-year-old or a two-year-old car so yeah that was one kind of rookie error that I definitely I don't think I'll do it again until I'm in a position where no I just don't know if I'll ever buy a brand new car again straight out of the dealership to be honest with you I just don't there is absolutely no value to me in making a purchase like that when you could buy a car with maybe 10,000 kilometers or 20,000 kilometers and it still smells brand new. You get a bargain price based on what you would have paid had you bought it brand new. So yeah, I don't think I'll ever buy a brand new car again. So that was a big lesson. And yeah, that was, yeah, probably my big, that was probably my biggest error, my biggest mistake, sorry, that I've made so far. Okay, so mistake number two. Um, I am going to work a little bit backwards here. So I moved out of home when I was 18 and I had zero game plan. So I got a full-time job, moved out of home, moved in with a roommate. So we were paying 50-50 rent with everything. We were buying our own food each and, you know, everything like that. So it was very much a roommate situation. Yeah, I definitely... I don't know if I, I probably would still move out of home at 18. I just don't know that I would have done it with such a, such a whimsical kind of, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I just got a full-time job and spend all my money, go out every weekend, that kind of thing. I think I would put a few more things in place that I could work towards. So I'd have allocated savings every week. I probably wouldn't go out and just spend all my money on things that I currently right now don't even have any idea where it all went. But yeah, so I'd definitely do that a little bit differently that's for sure but in saying that I have absolutely zero regrets that I moved out of home at such an early age basically because I am just I just love my freedom I love my independence and I love being able to 
kind of live on my own terms and not have to, I guess you could say, answer to anyone in that regard. But I loved the freedom and I still do love the freedom of having had moved out of home at 18. So I have no regrets in the fact that I moved out of home at 18. I just think that I could have done it with a little bit more wisdom, I guess you could say. But, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty vision. So I guess, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. All right. So uh, mistake number three is... Not having the, I guess, foresight to save money when I was younger. So I started working when I was 14. I couldn't wait to get a part-time job when I turned 14. So I got a job straight out of pretty much the day after my 14th birthday, I'm pretty sure, at McDonald's. So one of my regrets regarding kind of this is I guess I could have saved more money. I think I don't know where all my money went. I think it would have gone to just going to the movies and buying new tops from Super A, that kind of thing, like things you do when you're 14. Yeah, I would have loved to have been able to apply a few more saving habits when I was young. I think if I had my time over from 14, I would definitely allocate maybe 70% of every pay. It wasn't much. It was probably, I think I was getting paid, what, like $8 an hour or something ridiculous. But being able to just start those saving habits early. So allocating, yes, 70% of all of every week's paycheck to a savings account that I did not touch and just having a bit of fun money and learning kind of the responsibility of earning money at an earlier age. So that's probably one thing that I would love to have been able to do from an earlier age because I've definitely started that later on in life and I've, I'm not going to say like I've lost 10 years kind of thing, but... I think if I had started earlier, I would have. I would be today in a better, stronger financial position. But you know, like I've said to every single every single point, I think so far, hindsight is twenty twenty vision, and yeah, it is what it is today. But yeah, that would be one thing that I definitely try and implement if I had it over again. Okay, number four is a little bit more of a um, not so much a savings or a spending mistake, I think it's more a matter of knowing my worth. It comes, it's pretty much about my pay. So I've never asked for a pay rise or negotiated my salary. At any any job, any full-time job that I've been to, I've just never, I'm not sure. Look, I don't really know why. I just have never had that, I guess, knowledge or that I've never felt in a position to be able to negotiate or ask for a pay rise. Um, I did it, I tried, I attempted to do it at one of my jobs and I got very much shut down at the possibility of that being the case. I had been at this job for six months and it was, we had, we, when I got the job, I had been told that in six months time, we'd sit down and reevaluate the salary. And so I was ready for this moment. I did my research. I knew what other people in my job description were getting paid. I did comparisons. I did everything that you have to do, all the due diligence. And when it came to the meeting, I laid all this out on the table and I knew what I was worth and I just got shut down. So I think that was a moment that I kind of, I must have, it's obviously affected me because I've not been able to do that since. So yeah, that's something that I think I would, especially at starting a new job, 
if I was to start a new job tomorrow, I think I would be able to have the tools now to request or negotiate my starting salary a little bit better. I'd do a bit more research and I'd say, no, this is what I'm worth and this is what I believe that I need to be getting paid. And then we'd obviously there'd be a negotiation. Um, there may be some compromise on both ends, but I definitely think that today versus a year ago, two years ago, I'm in such a better position to be able to negotiate my salary or my, you know, starting pay at any job. Um, but that's something that I think I wish I had learned earlier. And I wish I had known that it was something that you could do. I don't think I've ever really known up until maybe, yeah, a year ago that this is something that you can actually do, which is negotiate your starting salary at a job. I just always, because I had always wanted the job so badly and I was so grateful for the opportunity, I just always accepted it because I didn't want to lose or miss out on the opportunity. I never really knew the worth that I was bringing to the company as much as the opportunity that they were giving me. So yeah, that's something that I've definitely learned from and I will definitely be keeping that in mind next time anyone asks me or if I was to, if I'm ever to apply for a job again, that would definitely be something that I'd 100% apply. And my last number five money regret mistake that I've made is never paying enough attention to my banking. So I use sinking funds as my budget method and I allocate X amount of dollars to different categories every time I get paid, so every fortnight, and I make sure that that set amount of money goes into each account and stays there until I need it. So I build up on my you know, car maintenance, my Christmas fund, my gift spending money, bills, all that kind of thing, and uh, holidays even, and I allocate those funds and I let them stay there and sit in an account until I need them. I never, until a year ago, I never paid any attention to the interest that I was earning on my savings accounts, if I was paying any account keeping fees on my transaction account, how I could avoid account keeping fees on my transaction account. Yeah, I just never thought it was something that you do. You have accounts and you, because you need them, you just deal with what the product that you're giving. But ever since a year ago, when I started this journey of or what was it now, two years ago when I started the journey of getting on track financially, I have really done some research and you can really see when you look further and deeper into it that each banking product is different. So they're built differently, they've got different requirements, different reasons why you'd have them and every single bank offers a competitive product. So you might have a transaction account at one bank that charges you $5 a month account keeping fee and you could have the exact same product at another bank that gives you all of the benefits but doesn't charge you an account keeping fee. So I think not paying enough attention to the realities of bank accounts and just kind of having accounts because I knew I needed accounts, that is definitely something that I should definitely have paid more attention to when I was younger. But yeah, that's just one of those little things that I don't think, you know, many people really realise that a bank is a business and they've got products that are competing against other banks, which are also businesses. So you can always negotiate. You can always ask for fee reductions, fee wa- fees being waived and whatnot. And I've learned that now, but yeah, it would have been nice to know this earlier just so I could shop around a little bit more, I think, and not just bank at the bank that I've always banked with. But yeah, so there you've got it. They're my five main money regrets or mistakes that I've made so far in my life and I'm sure there are going to be many more to come but yeah I know now that I've learned from these ones and 
they won't happen again. And if they do, I'll be much more aware of how to take more advantage of what I'm doing. Um, But yeah, so there you go. That's the first episode of the Sense of Dollars podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Sense of Dollars podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here and I look forward to seeing you implement changes into your financial situation so that you can build yourself up for your financial future. Don't forget to join me on Instagram and Facebook. Sense of Dollars is the handle on both of these platforms where you can keep talking all things money and join a community of like-minded people who are all working towards the same goal of building a financially abundant future. I look forward to meeting you on those platforms and until next time, thanks guys. Thanks.